What's up, Patriots Nation? It's been a little bit. It's great to talk to you again. Another exciting week in Patriots Nation. We'll get to that in a second. I like every day that goes by, I want to record. I want you to hear my voice on my opinions and my takes on what's going on. But I, every day I want to do it, I get a little bit sidetracked. And then more news comes out, more news. Gotta let it breathe. Let the weeks breathe out because there's so much to talk about. And it makes it better because we can just package it all together. Here's how I feel instead of just changing it every every other day. I, I think you guys need to appreciate how this offseason has gone so far. The last three weeks have been pretty great. You go back to almost a month ago where... Patriots losing Buffalo, their season's over with. You take that week off, you decompress, you know the season's over, it's time to move on. The very next week, the Patriots start interviewing offensive coordinators. You already know who it was going to be. The following week, Bill O'Brien is back. He signed as the offensive coordinator. The following week, Tom Brady announces his retirement. And I'm happy. I'm happy about it. And listen, I want to see Tom Brady keep playing. Like, I'm I'm rooting for Tom. I, and I think, you know, I, we, I we talked about it the last time. Like, Tom is starting to sh- slow down a little bit, but he's still better than, like, half the league out there. And I want to see Tom keep pushing it. But is it Tom or is it time? And I want to get into that right away. That's the title of this. It's Tom versus Time. Right? Let's talk about Tom Brady. Because Patriots Nation, I'm excited. Because now the door is opened again. For Tom Brady to come back to New England. And officially retire. Because time heals all wounds. And I believe the time beat Tom in sense of the healing process. But Tom beat the time in terms of a player. Let's break both those down right here. First and foremost, let's talk about Tom versus time in the physical aspect. Tom Brady beat time over and over and over again. How many times was it said out there in the media, even in the fan base, the haters, the doubters, even some of the supporters, how long can Tom Brady last? And Tom Brady had a bad season. In 2022, for Tom Brady's standards, 799 pass attempts, 5,000 yards. He had 25 touchdowns, only nine interceptions, nine interceptions on nearly 800 throws. When you look back on it, you're like, wow. But he went eight and nine. The team wasn't that great. He has a lot of off field situations going on. It just was a bad season for Tom Brady's standards. His first losing season ever. Still somehow made the playoffs. Got embarrassed in the playoffs. He did. He got embarrassed in that Cowboys game. I don't think it's time that caught up to Tom. No. I think it's just the situation wasn't good for Tom this year. They still made the playoffs. It just wasn't good. And I don't think that Tom, Tom has to look at his options. At 45 years old, could he go to Vegas? Could he go to San Francisco? Could he stay in Tampa? Could he go to Miami? 
The options are limited, and I just feel Tom says it's not worth it. I've done so much in football. I got my ring after playing in New England. He's got nothing left to prove. If you look at it, he was just padding his stats this past year. Tom Brady wasn't forced out of football because of his age. Tom Brady, which I probably he probably wanted to do last year, but Tom Brady says, I'm done. It's not coming from Adam Schefter. It's not coming from the Brady camp. It's Tom Brady sitting on a beach, waking up February 1st, saying, I'm done. And, I, and you know what? You know what? Tom Brady reserve, deserves to retire twice. Because last year when he did this, he had that whole heartfelt message, and everyone goes out, and everyone says they're, you know, like last year we just went all through this. Like everyone says their their thanks and their support and their love and the trip down memory lane. We got to do this last year. We get to do it again this year. It doesn't have that same feel as it did last year, but still was great enough that we can just kind of do it again. And he deserves it. He deserves to have two retirements to just bask in what he's done for football, for the community. And what the future holds. So Tom Brady wasn't like the Peyton Manning. Where Peyton Manning fell off that cliff. And Peyton Manning was so fucking lucky. That he had the best defense. And Manning has a great great IQ. To be able to get to a Super Bowl and win. Wasn't doing the Brett Favre. Where he keeps just trying to grasp on. But you know it's just. Father time has caught up to you. Tom beat time. But time one against Tom in terms of healing. Because let me tell you something. When Brady left New England, he wanted to fucking prove them wrong. And he did it in the first year. He did it in the first year. And I just felt like last year, when Brady quote-unquote retired, it didn't have that opening like you see right now. Like you're literally seeing the next day, Robert Kraft saying, I will do everything in my power to make sure that Tom Brady signs a one-day contract and he's back here and we do whatever it takes. They weren't saying this last year. Like, I was listening. This is why I got to let things breathe. Because you just, the more you look into it and you sit on it. Like, Mike Felger brought up a great point just saying the, 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 there's a huge difference in the last year. And again, time heals all wounds. And I think maybe this year, Brady realized that he needs to keep some of those friends a little bit closer to him between the divorce, the crypto thing. I keep putting that out. That's a big deal. There's a lot of money in that. Having a losing season, eight and nine. Like Tampa Bay did more damage to Tom Brady in his final year than the Patriots did damage to Tom Brady in his final year in 2019. Like, Tampa gave him no help at the end of that. Like, again, it's Brady put himself in that kind of situation. Pulls the pulls Bruce Arians out there. They're tied up with so much cap space in certain areas. They're trying to do it. They, team team should have just let it go. Team should have just traded him. Say, so like, all right, you gave us your ring. Like, we'll get you out of here. I feel like Brady did a lot of soul searching over the last season. And the and the first domino to fall was Tom Brady going to Robert Kraft's wedding. And I think once seeing that, and I, I said at the time, I said it, 
This is the first time that you've seen Kraft and Brady in like a non-football type of setting. And I thought that was a big deal. So that's the whole point of time heals all wounds. And time beat Tom in that sense. And that's a great thing. Because I want that door to open back up. I want Tom Brady back in New England. Like, I don't really care about the one-day contract thing and retiring as a Patriot. Like, you you want... You, I, I, it's just a more of a feeling type of thing. I just care that he gets his ass up here. You have a ceremony. You build a statue. He, he, he accepts it. Because guess what? He's still part of Tampa Bay history, people. He's still won Tampa Bay a ring. He's going to be in their ring of honor. You know the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to celebrate his... His career down there. That's uh, vacation Tom. He'll go down to Florida and he'll have his ceremonies down there. They're going to do it. So, I don't know. I, I'm not caught up on this. This He must sign a one-day contract. But I just want to see the open line of communication back in New England with Tom Brady. That's all. And, and, and uh... I mean, I just, I want to look at, like, we could sit here and talk about all of Tom's accolades and what he's done. Let's let's just talk about his future. What is Tom Brady going to do? Life after football. That's what I'm interested in. And I'm just kind of looking at it like, he does his retirement. Brady takes a little break. Brady, Brady needs a break mentally. Just needs to just be with his family and do what he's got to do. I would love if this one-day contract thing if it happens, maybe happens June, July, August. Like, June or July. He just signs the one day. Maybe they make a little special thing. I don't expect Brady to be in the Hall of Fame this year for the Pats Hall of Fame. I, I posted this on Twitter at Babs and the Mike. I said, the Pats, their ruling is that you have to be four years removed from your career as a player or a coach to be eligible. They'll, they'll, they'll bypass that. I think the best case scenario... To make everyone feel warm and fuzzy. And that you truly know that Tom Brady's back. And is back in the New England culture. Just kind of let, let, let him take a year off. We don't need to bug him. He'll be around here and there. I think once that stadium is fully finished. The gigantic scoreboard. With the new club inside of there. They're going to redo the Patriots Hall of Fame. Babs already knows they're they're building a Brady wing at the Hall of Fame. And I think you just package it all at once. And the idea of imagine this like it's it's August of 2024. And it's Tom Brady night, a nice summer night. Tom Brady night, sellout crowd at Gillette Stadium where his numbers retired. He's in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Maybe they have something special at the stadium that's that's there that that puts his mark out there, just like those six banners up there. You have everyone come together. You sell tickets. You sell the merch. It's a money maker, baby. I think that's I think that's when you're going to see the real celebration. I, I don't think we're gonna. They're not rushing on this. I think they want a sense of commitment of like, hey, we want you signed here one day. Let's start thinking of ideas and exploring things and ways to celebrate. You can't just rush a statue. You can't rush this. You can't rush that. But I I do hope that Brady is part of the Patriots community in different ways, in different avenues. 
And when the time comes, it will come. Like I said this. I said, it's just wishful thinking. Maybe Tom Brady becomes a mentor for Mac Jones. And the responses on Twitter are are just insane. Because they're saying absolutely not. And Tom Brady's not here to coach. I never said he's going to fucking coach. A mentor. Someone that he's able to pick up the phone and give advice to. Mac Jones kind of needs that. Mac Jones needs Tom Brady. Mac Jones needs any sort of little help he can get this upcoming season. And that's what I'm saying. Because the people that say that Tom Brady doesn't give a fuck about the quarterbacks below him are wrong. Because I can, I can tell you this from personal knowledge. Jared Stidham said Tom Brady was a huge mentor to him in his rookie season. He's not teaching you how to take Tom's job, but he's teaching you how to try to become a better quarterback. Brian Hoyer has spoken very highly of Tom Brady and mentorship. Jimmy Garoppolo, you guys will believe the media thing and Garoppolo being shut down and this and that because the stories, the, the shit that goes out there. Garoppolo learned a lot under Tom Brady. So I'm just saying, I want that open line of communication between Mac Jones and Tom Brady. I think Mac needs it. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a a picture of Tom Brady and Mac Jones this summer just just working out somewhere. Maybe they're working out in Florida together. Just Mac Jones to pick his brain a little bit. I think Tom needs the Patriots franchise to continue thriving. I don't think Tom's ego is set where I want this team to suck and suck because they need me. I think he wants the franchise to continue success for the future for when Jonathan Kraft takes over. And for the Kraft family as a whole. Because no one's going to replicate or do anything that Tom Brady did. In New England or in football. He's in his own universe. So I, I just. That's why I'm, I'm caught up on that. I, I, I really think that. Tom Brady could be a huge asset. And if you don't believe that. Why don't you look at some of the past. Patriots. That have helped out. The up-and-coming, like Andre Tippett to Dante Hightower. Ty Law was a huge asset to Stephon Gilmore. I saw that with my own eyes when I went to a sneaker event with Ty Law. And Stephon Gilmore was there. And I asked Ty Law about it. And he's literally telling... He's spending time with... I was there. Gilmore is just there, ask a couple questions, and Ty Law is just giving him advice. That's mentorship. Mentorship, just a couple text messages, couple phone calls. You don't have to fucking be there. That's what I, I hold on to that one. Just hold on to this. I'm telling you, because I'm gonna put that back into your brain all summer. I'm gonna put it back into your brain in the in the fall time when it comes up. But anyways, I'm excited. You know what? Another big thing was I saw uh, on on uh, on uh, Twitter. No, I saw it, and then I put it on Twitter. Brady jerseys are now back on NFLshop.com for the Patriots. You couldn't have an active player for another team sell the jersey for the Patriots. That's why you didn't see it. It's, it's officially back. Everyone's complaining. I want the old jerseys from the, the 2000s and this and that. Mitchell Ness will take care of that. The fact that you can buy more Brady jerseys, you're going to start seeing more Brady jerseys again in the stands. I mean, it's it's great that we can... Celebrate his legacy, and it's just great that Tom himself has been more open. I thought his Instagram post 
on the sliding pictures and he posted a lot on his story. He had a lot of Patriots memories back in there. Remember the first time around when he retired last year, there was no bench of the Patriots. We made a huge stink about it. We made a humongous stink. This time around, he's commenting on the Patriots, um, saying, I love you, go Pats. Like He's been open about wanting to be back in the community. So we'll see. I'm, I'm just excited of the next chapter of Tom Brady to celebrate his legacy of what he's done for the game of football, what he's done for New England. But I am excited to see what Tom Brady can do as an asset, as a Patriots alumni for the next up-and-coming generation. Someone that can speak his mind and give advice to the young guys to get the New England Patriots back to a winning culture where they need to be, back to a Super Bowl, because Tom Brady's going to be involved in that. And I'm also excited to see Tom Brady on Fox, by the way, and see how he is as an analyst and all that. It's We're still going to see Tom. We're still going to have Tom, and I'm excited. Don't rush it. Just let it organically happen. This is Babs on the mic. In today's episode, which is episode 17, I had to double check that. It's been a while, feels like. This episode is brought to you by K&M All-Star Sports Store located at Foxwoods. Tanger Outlets. Stop by K&M. The big game is coming up, the Super Bowl. They got your Eagles gear. They got your Chiefs gear. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Stop by there. Get get your reservation now at the DraftKings Sportsbook down there, too. And stock up at the K&M All-Star Sports Store at Foxwoods Tanger Outlets. Secondary ad here is I want to talk about TickPick. TickPick, great ticket website, sent myself and Jerry to the Celtics-Lakers game. Last Saturday, uh, TickPick reached out and they, obviously the whole Jerry situation with Las Vegas. They said, we want to send you to a game. They sent us to a game. Great customer service, like top notch, able to communicate. I'm I'm very picky about uh, an itinerary. They were able to do it. We got our tickets. We went to the game. We had a great time. I want to talk about that game, that day with Jerry. That was my first time meeting Jerry. It's Jerry and Babs. I met him at the Plain Ridge Casino. Mind you, Jerry comes from Milford, Connecticut. So we've been planning this for about a month now. We've been talking here and there, texting. We met at the Plain Ridge Casino. It's not really a halfway point. Just off the highway, I'll pick you up, and we'll, we'll go into Boston. We'll go to the Hall of Fame. When I saw Jerry, we had little conversations like, I, listen, I like LeBron in the sense of a player, what he's doing. He's about next week. He's going to pass all-time points scored. LeBron also is a bitch, and I hate it because it's hard to support that when you're crying about things and you say stupid things. But we have the respect for LeBron. Like, we, we had this conversation. So when I saw Jerry, the first thing I see, the guy's wearing a fucking Lakers jacket. Like, buddy, we're going to the Celtics game tonight. I don't, I don't, own, I don't own anything Boston related. He's like, I'm a, he goes, I'm a big Oklahoma City fan. I love Kevin Durant and the Westbrook and James Harden. Like, that's like, you know, Jerry's 24. He, he grew up on that Oklahoma City. That's what made him fall in love with basketball. So he followed Westbrook and these guys to where they got to go. So that's why he has a Lakers jacket. That was his claim. That's what he said. 
And he's like, oh, I'll buy Celtics. Said, no, you, you stick with it. It's Celtics, Lakers. You're doing this. It's like, Jerry, you just want to be a victim again, huh? You want to go into the garden and be like, oh, like I'm, I'm the opposing fan. Oh, look at me. <laughs> just busting balls with them. But great. Uh, it was great to talk to Jerry and talk to him one-on-one. He, he, got, he gave me tons of insight on his day with Robert Kraft in the Bengals game. Things that I don't feel like I should repeat because it seems I could, I, I'll get in trouble somehow, some way. Um, but there's just some great insight of how his day went. Um, I mean, Jerry's very humbled, humbled human being that, you know, we were very open in our discussions about the video itself. It's not like he wanted this to go viral. The person who actually took the video reached out to Jerry, told me about it. And she said she was recording just because in case something happened to help him. Um, and Jerry was more than thankful for the video to go viral and for everyone to support him to be able to do these things that he never thought he'd be able to do. Um, it was crazy because we went to the Patriots Hall of Fame and I, shout out to the Patriots. I reached out, said we we're going to come. They had a little tour guide for us. It was Jerry's first time there. Um, they, they took a picture of us and put us on the Patriots Hall of Fame uh, Twitter and Instagram, which was really nice touch. Um, Jerry was blown away with, uh, you know, all the all the footballs and cleats and jerseys and, and this and that. Jerry's a huge Super Bowl 51 fan. It, meant, it means a lot to him. He told me a whole story, a background when he was in college about it and that game and how much that game meant to him. Um, so he spent a lot of time in that area. They have they have an area for like all the Super Bowls. It's, it's awesome. It's a great time at the Pats Hall. So we were there. After that, we went right into Boston. Paul Pierce got to try to meet him. The fucking place was packed. But it was great because during the day, like both in the Patriots Hall and being at the Garden, people recognized Jerry. Jerry was feeling it. Jerry's feeling like a little D-list celebrity. He was... People coming up to him saying, like, you're the, you're the guy that was in the video last month, right? Like, oh, my God. Like, it was, a, it was awesome to see that out of Jerry. But the important part of the night with Jerry is this. And, and this is to the people listening to me, right? When you come out to a game with Babs, you go out to a game with GRD. We're going to give you a fucking good time. We are going... To go, because listen, we I don't get out as much as I used to. Dad, now I'm like trapped. I can't go out to every little thing, but when I go out, I'm gonna make sure it's worth it. So Jerry, like you know, last time you went to a game, you got the VIP treatment with Robert Kraft. I'm gonna show you what the Babs life is like. I'm just gonna say Jerry is a little under the influence of substances, <laughs> multiple. Had a great time. I'm gonna I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna put this out. It was the end of the first quarter. I went to go went to the concession stand. I was getting Jerry Waters. I was getting Jerry some food. Gotta keep him alive. I got back to my seat. Jerry was snoozing. Now, mind you, mind you, Jerry had a long trip, two hours to meet me at Plain Ridge. He's been up all day. He worked overnight the night before. I don't think he slept. When you're out with Babs, you got He's trying to play catch up with me. He's trying to play catch up with me. Um, he was trying to smoke on the Celtics back a little bit too early, too, right? Like he was. It didn't work out for him. Guy was sleeping in his seat. Jerry 
I have no pictures of it, no videos. I did not want to do that to him, but I got to say it, Jerry. I know you're listening. I went right into my seat. I was elbowing. You got to wake up, bro. You got to wake up. Come on, get up. Have you seen the videos of that night? If you just look back on the picture of just two of us, you could just look at his face and see how exhausted he was. Oh, man. But it's great. Uh, you know, again, people were kind of shitting on him for wearing the Lakers thing. But here's the thing. In Connecticut, shout out to Jorge. He said this. Connecticut, they're not New England fans. It's, it's just a mix. They're New York. They could be Philly, Baltimore, some Patriots in, in New England. But it's just a mix down there. Jerry said he lives closer to New York City than he does Boston. He lives an hour away. But, I mean, Jerry, again, great humbled guy. I, I, I loved our time together. Was able to pick his brain about things. Was able to kind of come into our world and see what we do and just have fun. Um, and maybe I'll see Jerry next month. Might, might make, a little, make a little Celtics road trip. Maybe I'll see him then. I definitely told him you got to come up for a Patriots game. Maybe he won't fall asleep this time when he comes up there. But I, I thank TickPick for giving us those seats. I mean, it's it's Celtics, it's Lakers, it's LeBron, Tatum. Uh, I don't really get to go to many basketball games in the year. If that's my only one I get to go to, I fucking saw a hell of a game. Celtics, overtime, they get a win. LeBron cries and bitches and moans. It was, it was great. It was great entertainment, great fun. And I can't wait for the springtime when we get into the Celtics and Bruins playoffs. Oh, man. I want to move on back to football. The Shrine Bowl just happened Thursday night. I'm not going to get into like players and what you see and who's up on your draft boards and this and that. No. I want to talk about the importance of the Shrine Bowl was the fact that they were already scheduled to go out there and beat the coaches, the New England Patriots staff. That you got Bill O'Brien... And then within a week and a half, it's like he's he's gonna he's gonna be coaching. I think it's so important that the Patriots and Bill Belichick are are coaching together. Like this is a good little trial run for this for this group. It shows they care. And I mean, if you want to put Bill Belichick on the hot seat, I mean this is this is a good step in the right direction to try to try to lower the temperature of that seat. And, I, and I, I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago about Bill Belichick and his drafting. Bill Belichick's drafts in the last couple years, so the last two years, have been pretty fucking good. Look back on the last couple Patriots drafts, 2021-2022. A lot of good players mixed in there. And I think that Bill Belichick being hands-on with a lot of these players at the Shrine Bowl, with the practices, you're seeing some of the videos out there. They're kind of... They're kind of doing their homework early. This is what I want to see. This is why I'm excited. This is what I'm telling you. How you should be excited. The Patriots are doing their homework early. These weeks matter. There are still teams figuring out who their head coach is going to be. There's still teams figuring out who their offensive coordinators are going to be. The Patriots are already out there at the Shrine Bowl working with some of these college players that are going into the draft. Maybe they can get a better deal. Maybe it won't be a reach if they grab somebody in the third or fourth round that was projected a fifth rounder because they know what they're going to get out of them. This is great. The, I, I, I like that one-on-one opportunity with the coaching staff to the players, especially with the draft coming up. 
My expectations, I've said this, are very high with Bill O'Brien here and the coaching staff as a whole. And maybe Bill knows. Bill Belichick knows. With Bill O'Brien here, oh, I got to step it up as a head coach. This guy's gunning for my job. Remember how we always said competition's great, right? With any position, even with Jimmy Garoppolo to Tom Brady, with Mac Jones and the Cam Newton. Like, competition's great. Gets, it gets you going. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones this year. How about some head coaching competition, huh? Bill O'Brien, Gerard Mayo, gunning for Bill Belichick's job. And now Bill, Bill's got Bill's to step up, huh? Can't get complacent. Think of it that way. I, I feel like you've been seeing a rejuvenated Bill Belichick over these last, last week or so. He's got to be on his game. And maybe Bill knows that his time's coming to an end soon. He's got to go it all out there. He's got he's to he's work. You know, there's... I don't want to get into heavy rumors of, like, who's dating who and what's going on in that sense. That's not my place. But sometimes things are public. You saw Bill Belichick down in New Orleans, and he had a, a woman around his arm. And there was rumors. Again, not my place. Bill and Linda, who knows what's going on? Not my place. But maybe Bill is uh, has a little bit more free time now. And maybe Bill is using the free time to really put the last foot of that gas pedal and just push it down one last time. I need to do this. And I think Bill needs to know I have to win a Super Bowl before I'm done. I mean, the ultimate timeline for a Patriots fan right now, because I don't want to play this dumb who made who. Brady Belichick. I don't want to do that. Brady's done. His career's over. Brady showed and proved I'm better than the Patriots. Like, I, I, I can go out on my own and win. And now all it takes is Bill Belichick to say, all right, it took me a couple of years. Bill had to gut the, the whole team had to get gutted out. And if Bill can win a Super Bowl in the next year or two, that would just be the ultimate good feel. Because it takes a while to get a team to turn back around to get somewhere. And I think a lot more credit will go under Bill Belichick. If Bill Belichick can win in the next year or two of the Super Bowl, I think he'll get a ton of credit to be able to say, hey, we had to scrap a team out. Got to get a new team in. We had to go through a QB change. We had go through a QB injury. We had to figure it out, and 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 I think that I think Bill will get that respect. I'm I'm excited. I'm really really excited for the New England Patriots. You should be too. For the moves they're making, like I I am a hater sometimes. Like I I will I will talk shit about the Pats when I feel I need to talk shit. But you're listening to it on the media sometimes. There's somebody that told me. There's somebody that told me. That holds huge significance in that Patriots organization. And I'm not going to drop names. But they said to me. Because they see the way I post things. They reach out. They're just being honest themselves. Said you gotta, they said you got to stop listening to the radio. You got to stop like listening to some of those takes. Nobody is trustworthy. If you want news, you got to wait for the big guys. The Schefters, Ian Rappaport. They even said Field Yates. 
But they said it's all just media-driven shit-stirring. Just like I do sometimes, right? Just shit-stirring. And it's been proving time and time again because it's like, I'm I'm personally, as a fan, hyped that Bill O'Brien is here. Because I really think it's rejuvenated this coaching staff. But then I listened to it today, and it was, I think, Joe Murray on 98.5. He was, he was shitting all over Bill O'Brien. This is all the Patriots have done so far. The Patriots haven't changed. The Patriots are still the same team. Is one guy going to change it? He was being negative. And, I, and I'm listening to this. I'm like, dude, the defense is great. There's no changes necessary on that side of the ball. Bill O'Brien coming in, he's going to bring his own staff in with him. It's going to take time to get there. We've already seen it with Will Lawing, who's going to be the new tight ends coach, who's followed with Bill O'Brien over the last, like, decade. Bill O'Brien's a huge deal. Like, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. I'm excited. I don't think the, the negativity that comes out, like, Karen Garigian from the Boston Herald put out the thing with the quote, the quote, the source quote that said, Bill fucked us. Like, I'm sure that's coming from somebody that's just frustrated. But I just, the title, Bill fucked us. Like, that has to be the headliner, right? I think that's just bullshit. Like, you could shit on Matt, Patricia, Joe Judge all you want. And the way they carried themselves and, th- and this and that. What's the point of showing the dysfunction? That's last season. Yep, they had dysfunction last season. Guess what? The first thing they do, gotta start, we gotta start, we gotta start interviewing offense coordinators. Boom, they hit their offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. Boom, they're at the Shrine Bowl. They're coaching as a staff together. Like, you should be, you should be happy with the way the direction's going. But I'm just interested to see how much more media spin, the clickbaits. Like, I talked about clickbaits. Literally, there was that clickbait just two weeks ago from, like, Chris Gasper or Briere about, like, Tom Brady coming back to New England, and that's a real possibility, like, legitimately playing in New England. Like, you're just going to see so much of this. Especially with free agency coming up and the quotes. It's they, like, like they, there's, there's, there's a hundred guys like in that organization. Let's say there's, there's the 90 players, right? There's players, there's practice squad. There's guys that come in and out. There's a guy that comes in for one week. He's got cuts and he goes somewhere else. People are going to talk. That's how you get your headlines. But I just, I, I just, don't want to get sucked into reading into too much. That's all. It frustrates me a little bit. I'm just, everyone has their own sources, and I'm just more being told, just just be careful what you listen to out there. Don't get sucked into it too much. Sometimes it's fun to do it because it's good talking points, right? That's the whole point. You have these conversations and you talk. I got to move on. We got to be quick. Let's just talk about the title weekend. Little, uh, uh, a little underwhelming. Underwhelming title weekend. Are the Philadelphia Eagles the real deal? They stomped on San Francisco. Struggled a little bit. Even with Brock Purdy going out, Josh Johnson going in. They still struggled a little bit. The Eagles pull off their win, NFC title. Do you believe in the Philadelphia Eagles? One of the softest schedules in NFL history. They're 9-1 and one this season against teams that are over 500. But Kansas City is going to be the toughest test for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
I'm a little bit nervous. Like I said, Philadelphia wins the Super Bowl. I give tons of credit to that organization. Just the fact that they're back there. New quarterback, new coach, new offensive players. They have vets on that team that won the Super Bowl that are still hanging around. A GM that was able to kind of win a Super Bowl, start over again and win one again. Like, it's it's crazy. And good shout out to Philly because they just didn't learn the World Series. It's a sports city. On that flip side, the AFC title game, heart was broken for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And they lost that game in Kansas City. Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are one win away from cementing history. They're already calling themselves a dynasty. What do you think a dynasty is? The dynasty, most people, dynasty has to be three titles. It has to be three titles in like a span of a couple years. They're already calling themselves a dynasty out there, the fan base. They've won one title. They've gone to three Super Bowls, five straight AFC title games. They're calling themselves a dynasty already. And I hate that. I hate it. Because like when Philly wins against Kansas City, those Philly fans aren't going to call themselves a dynasty. It's a whole new team. The fact that they won in that two two rings, they won't. They'll just be we fucking beat you. That's it. They're going to celebrate it that way. That's why I'm like rooting for Philly this game. But Mahomes and Travis Kelsey have a like I I, I just I feel like they're going to win. Like I, if I you come to my head, I'm rooting for Philly, but I think Kansas City's going to win this game in the Super Bowl. They're wearing whites. It said they said like what fifteen of the last eighteen teams that have worn white has won the Super Bowl. And just Pat Mahomes, he gets that second ring. You went two in three trips. You went two in a five year span. I mean, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. The poster boy now. Tom Brady's gone. Poster boy. I just want to look at the flip side right now too. Imagine if Joe Burrow and company were in the Super Bowl because the big news just came out tonight that Joe Mixon has a warrant out for pulling a gun on a woman. And that happened on January 21st. I believe that happened the day before or the day of the game against... The Buffalo Bills. And I can't believe that. Because they like Joe Mixon would not be playing in the Super Bowl coming up. I don't know. I, I'm just so frustrated. Because Cincinnati looks so good. But I just. They talk so much shit. The Burrow head. And the mayor was talking. And they made fun. And then Eli Apple made fun of DeMar Hamlin a little bit. You just knew the inevitable was going to happen. But overall, like when you look at the playoffs as a whole, I think wild card weekend was the best weekend possible. I think the NFL still needs to tinker with their playoff system. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the seventh seed making the playoffs. I'm an advocate of maybe having a bye week in between the last week of the regular season and the playoffs. Give these players a little break to heal up. And be ready. I think that 
you know, someone like uh, Mark Bertrand was big into the proponent of eight teams in the playoffs on each side with the bye week in between. So everyone's on the even playing field. You could end up seeing something like that. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'll probably do another show next week. We'll probably get a little bit more into the Super Bowl, maybe some Super Bowl bets. What I'm kind of looking at. I'm looking at making two parlays, one Eagles favorite, one Kansas City favorite. I just hope the game's good, and I think it will be good. The two number one seeds left, right? The two powerhouses, NFC and AFC. But when you just look at it, who's got more veteran experience? I think it's Kansas City. It's got to be Kansas City. I'm interested. I I'm I got you. It's it's a no win Super Bowl. For a Patriots fan, because the Eagles, who beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, who's that? That that town is not going to let you forget about it. And then you got Kansas City, who's going to say, "You don't have Tom Brady anymore. We've won two Super Bowls in like a five year span, and we're controlling the AFC." It's like it's a no win situation. If you had to pick, who would you rather win the Super Bowl, Kansas City or Buffalo? I'd pick Kansas City. I, I cannot. I don't want Buffalo to win. I still would root for Buffalo to be Kansas City when they play each other, but it's I if you had to pick one, one's gonna be the guaranteed winner, I'd have to pick Kansas City. So that's the way I look at it. All right, we're already hit 40 minutes. I don't want to go too on and keep dragging this out. There's obviously gonna be more news coming out over the next week. Patriots Nation, I'm telling you, enjoy these couple weeks. Like be positive. Be positive. You got Bill O'Brien. Tom Brady's eventually going to come back to New England. They're selling his jerseys again. Mac Jones saw videos of him working out, putting his work in. The Shrine Bowl is complete. Now we'll see what the next step is for the staff, who else they add. And I think we're going to see some more positive news come out for the New England Patriots. I Keep that positivity out there. And also, Patriots Nation, this is a fun week, the first week of uh, February. You get to reminisce on all the Super Bowl glory, the six rings. And yes, you see some of the sad past, Giants and Eagles. But every year, the first week of February, your timelines, the NFL network, it's filled with just Patriots memories. Enjoy it. You take care, guys. Ride the wave.